Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the hugest, believe me, greatest, most incredible, unbelievable podcast in the history of all of mankind. Steve Cypress here along with the most incredible co-host ever. Mr. Everett Farnell. Steve, you're too kind. This is going to be an amazing podcast. I can't wait to get into it because it's about a touchy subject. People get really Not only the touchy subject, but it's a touchy subject close to home to so many, many, many small business owners, especially really small business owners, where it's a ma and pa. It's even got a name for it. It's a ma and pa thing. And, you know, the kids are working in the business and all the families working in the business. And so that's what we're talking about here. As you see on this recent Trump trip overseas, where he went to these different countries and he met with all these foreign dignitaries and he gave these speeches, but all the time you saw that close behind him is not only his wife, which makes sense, but then there's his daughter and his son-in-law, and they're there under the guise of, oh, well, see, Ivanka is a top aide in the White House. She's a top advisor, counsel, whatever the hell her technical name is. And on the other hand, you have this pushback of the anti-Trumpers going like he ought to not be able to hire his daughter and son-in-law. And that goes back to the Lyndon Johnson anti-nepotism statute that was put in because he couldn't stand Bobby Kennedy. And the fact that John F. Kennedy appointed Bobby Kennedy, his own younger brother, to be his attorney general and his closest confidant and advisor. And Lyndon Johnson, of course, couldn't stand that because he was the vice president. And, of course, Kennedy would always talk to his brother and get advice from his brother and shun Lyndon Johnson. So Lyndon Johnson came in office and put in the anti-nepotism statute. But there's lots of questions around it, and obviously it's not causing any trouble yet for Trump, other than all the other trouble going on about what if and hoo-ha and what could be to have his own daughter as an employee. But as a small business, I mean, this is something Trump is a business owner. He's an entrepreneur. And what small business owner or entrepreneur even questions the possibility of making your family work for you? Now, you mentioned it's a touchy subject because there's, of course, lots of issues that happen when husband and wife and father and son and daughter and brothers are all working together. There's an issue about separating the business from the personal life and what happens when you get home and if things are going bad with the business, does that infect the home? Or if one of the brothers or son or daughter is not working up to par or worse, comes to worse, they're actually doing some harm to the company or embezzling or something like that. It's brought with all kinds of problems, but I think it's that's, that's way in the minority, isn't it? It's way overshadowed by the cases where husband, wife, father, son, brothers, daughters, mothers, grandfathers, whoever, cousins, uncles, are working together in business, and Trump and small business owners don't see anything even possibly remotely wrong with it. Well, I don't see anything wrong with it either. I, I had a, there was a great quote from a friend of mine years ago, he told me, who had gotten his job by nepotism, by the way. His quote was, and I think it's the perfect way to approach it, that nepotism is a perfectly reasonable way to get employed. However, once you're employed, you have to maintain the employment. You have to earn the position. 
And as long as people run their business that way, I think it's perfectly reasonable. It makes sense to employ your family. Well, sure. Now, I'm going to have issues with that, and I'm sure you also have experience with that, where the toughest thing for any small business owner ever to do is fire anybody, and especially when it's a friend or especially a family member, it creates a big issue. I remember going to see Ivanka Trump speak about, I don't know, five, six, eight years ago, way before, of course, this whole presidential thing, and she tried to convince the audience, who I didn't believe it, and I don't know if anyone believed it, that even though she worked for her father, hey, she was just like all of us. It was a group of entrepreneurs in the audience. She actually tried to get said, I know she was trying to convince us, and I also felt it didn't work at all, speaking to people afterwards, none of us went for it, that she said, well, it's not nepotism because I could get fired at any time. You know, my father is very demanding, he has high standards, and believe me, if any of the kids didn't live up to it, we would be gone, and we all knew that, and it keeps us on our toes every day, and he tells us that and says, you know, you got to get... Yeah, that all sounds good, but we all know that Ivanka Trump not getting fired by Donald Trump. And you can, and pretty much you look at this evidence, I mean, how loyal this guy is. He's still sticking behind his disgraced, fired ex-employees that are being subpoenaed by the courts or whoever, the FBI, because they did something and gave away secrets or whatever the heck they did. And he's still standing by him. So you really think he would ever say, oh, Donald Jr., you're fired. Hey, Ivanka, you're fired. Not even possible. But I like the sentiment of what you're saying, but in reality, it doesn't happen that much. Well, but here's the difference, is that when we talk about Trump's kids in particular, I think, and admittedly this is an assumption on my part, but I think that they are very, I've never seen any of them talk today, where uh, talk or do an interview or, or say anything or be in any kind of public uh, a public eye at all, where they didn't come across as very intelligent, very together, and really top-notch executive. So I think that they approach it in the right way, which is not only am I working, but I have more responsibility because I'm working for my dad. Right? I have more responsibility because Yeah, I believe you and I'm with you with that. And that's the whole point is the the eighty seven percent of people that are not business owners, some of them are anti Trumpers and look at it and go, Oh, he shouldn't be allowed to hire his kids but anyone who's a business owner echoes exactly what you're saying. You're kidding me. Why not? That doesn't make any sense. Of course he should. Second of all, I think the biggest reason why Trump has his kids, they were surrogates for him on the campaign, and they still are, and they're now working in the White House or whatever, is because the guy's 70 years old. His kids are adults. When we saw Amy Carter or Chelsea Clinton Clinton. or the Obama daughters, they're little kids. But I'm pretty sure that when any of those hit the age of 30, they ought to be all working for their parents in the White House. Why not? Well, it just makes sense because presumably you can trust that person more. Now, of course, we're making an assumption there, and, and that's something that every business owner is going to have to have a real kind of heart-to-heart with themselves in the mirror about, but you assume that you can trust your family more than you can trust a stranger. Well, sure, and a lot, a lot of it has you know. to do with their upbringing, too. If you have brought them sure, up, absolutely. we're in the business where it's all like someday this is going to be yours. However, I'm not going to hand it to you. You're going to work. You're going to sweep the floors, clean the toilets. You're going to learn everything. 
you're going to be 100% loyal. In fact, I know myself and a lot of other small business owners who employ family members let them know in no uncertain terms, you are going to have to work twice as hard than everybody yeah, else. Otherwise, everyone else is going to say, oh, that's because you're the boss's son or daughter. I remember it in Little League. The guy who was the father of the kid on the team telling his kid, you're going to have to show up early and work harder at every game and every practice and do everything and run every wind sprint and do every push-up even harder because I cannot hear from any of these other parents that I'm showing favoritism to my own kid. I won't have it. So they have a higher standard for the kids. And I believe that's what you're saying is true. That's what you see with Trump. Right. Yeah, he, he has a high standard for his kids, and I think his kids live up to it. And I think that that's what business owners need to do, is that they need to maintain a high standard for their family. And if they're going to hire the family and work with the family, they've got to explain to the family up front that, look, I'm hiring you because you're my son, daughter, you're my brother, you're my spouse, you're my whatever. But I'm doing it because I feel like I can trust you more than I can trust a stranger. But that means I need you to treat this not like it's a job where you're going to work for whatever, except that you have a good pal who is your boss and you're basically immune to get fired. That's not how you need to Right. It's not like you see in the movies, the the no-show mob jobs with the unions where they don't have to show up or they sit in the car and play cards and they get paid. Right. Yeah, which I agree. I mean, look at Ivanka, for for example. She gave up running a multi-million dollar company and living in luxury in New York City to go live in Washington, D.C. and take her kids down there and working in the White House and being under the public eye and the public scrutiny and pressure all the time. So she gave up a ton of money and a ton of convenience of similar to Trump. She's got a beautiful, fantastic life, but she's giving it up for a higher purpose, which in her case is two higher purposes. One is contributing to the country and another one is contributing to her father. Right, because he can trust her. So he's going to stand by her just like you hope that a family member would stand by you as a business owner. And uh, as long as you make that clear to begin with, I think that hiring family is a great idea. The problem Right, because I've seen it done the wrong way. I've been called in as a consultant to dysfunctional companies, and I found out that what was dysfunctional was, a big chunk of it was, the owner's son is a goof-off, lousy, crappy kid who is making the entire rest of the employees, 20 people are completely miserable because of it. They see this kid showing up late. He was doing drugs. He was not doing a good job, and they would have to go and fix the thing he was doing out on the job, and everyone had to cover for him, and the owner just wouldn't get rid of him, and it ruined the morale and basically was ruining the business of the entire place. So you see with Trump, like you said, I don't see any of that even remotely happening with Trump. Right, and that's exactly right, is that it does ruin the morale. If somebody has a unearned pass to basically do whatever they want, it doesn't matter whether it's a family member. This happens anytime. So this is the same thing with a business owner who can't fire somebody. I know I've had clients like that. I know you've had clients like that, where it's the business owner who just can't fire somebody. They don't like the conflict. They don't want to have the confrontation. It's less pain just to kind of push along and have counseling and try and talk with the person, try and get them to do sure, the right well, Sometimes they feel pressure from their spouse or whoever, if it's a nephew, from their their brother or whoever. You know, sometimes they feel that pressure and they don't want to fire the guy because then their wife is going to be mad if they fire their daughter. Right, but that anyway. In wrapping up, I mean, it's a it's a good point. I think everybody understands it. We believe, and you can learn this lesson from watching Trump, that it is a good thing to have the 
closest people to you to be the most trusted people, which naturally, hopefully, in your life as well as Trump's, is going to be your family. But there are things you've got to do to be careful when you hire and when you employ family members, which leads us to our advanced tip of the week, which, as always, we save it for those that go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com, where you find the contact information for Everett and for myself. You contact us, and we personally deliver that advanced tip to you, and we help you to implement it in your business. So in closing, on this sensitive topic, Everett, is there any closing piece of advice you'd like to give the listeners? I think we covered it well. Just make sure that you let the family member know that they are expected to live up to a higher standard than everybody else, but the exchange for that is that they also have a trusted place right out of the gate in the company and in the business. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.